Welcome to Highly Educated, the podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Sherman. Tonight, I'm actually recording this episode at LTV Studios right here in the Hamptons with none other than its executive director, Michael Clark. LTV Studios is a local production studio, and Mike has taken reins here to formulate a creative new direction. His new direction aims to showcase the local Hamptons artistic talent and bring in more creative new events. Being the former owner of the iconic Crossroads Music in East Hampton and Amagansett, Mike knows a thing or two about the creative arts. How many people do you know that are on a first name basis with Sir Paul McCartney himself? Michael shares his story and more on this podcast. Enjoy. Mike, Mike Clark, how you doing? All right. How are you? I'm uh, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me in here. Thanks for uh, having me in your house for my podcast slash your uh, uh, video stream. This well, is great. Yeah, this is this is new for us. So, uh, you know, we'll be uh, kind of winging it along the way. And yeah. uh, I'm glad I'm glad I'm honored to be part of your podcast. Oh, well, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to have you on my podcast. It's, it's uh, the feelings mutual for sure. Thank it's you. A, you know, local legends getting together here talking about good things. It's good. <laughs> I, uh, I think we should drop some background about who you are and uh, you know uh, what you do for the community. And uh, now your role here as uh, head of LTV. So I think, you know, talking back to, Roots really is Mike uh, owned a great, great store in the community, Crossroads Music, for a good chunk of time. And how long? Uh, almost 10 years. Almost 10 years. Yeah, and it was a good run. It was a good run. And, and it was a beautiful music shop and local kids. And it was it was great. It was my childhood and, and going there for drumsticks and guitar amps and <laughs> all sorts of stuff. I, I was in yeah. there all the time. And, and it was just such a great spot and such a little you know pinpoint for musicians this is we're talking pre-amazon guys pre stupid two-day shipping we're talking about when you could go into a store and actually buy something <laughs> and you don't have to wait a couple days for something i it, forgot where we lost that along the way yeah no it was a it was a great meeting place I and mean, it was a good place for well when you were coming in right it was um it was it was kids. I mean, it was that's where the high school kids who had any kind of a musical ability came right and hung out. That's where they came. Just picked the guitar off the wall and jammed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's me and my friends. That's where we went. You know, 13, 14 years old. We'd go there and jump in and. It was a social right social event. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was the best. It was the best place. That's, <laughs> that's where you went after school to hang out. You know, no gazebo. We didn't go hang out in town. We hung out at Crossroads and booked yeah. you guys. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It was great. But, you know, Mike transitioning from a guy that, uh, you know, owning a music store. And then you know, I think last time we talked, we were talking about how you actually got into the music store. And it was really your your kids love of music. Right. I think it was Steve and, and Chris and Jackson. Jackson's love for you know, all the, all the music stuff. And, and that's kind of what started it. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, basically I had, you know, my career was with uh, Verizon, right. Major, major company. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was just, I was doing the grind, man. I was doing it and, you know, back and forth to Manhattan and back and forth to Boston. And, and, um, and then I had a, you know, a medical, let's call it a medical event. Right. And, and then uh, right after that was 9-11. And, you know, which, you know, we just oh. celebrated that horrible anniversary, right? 20 right. years. Right. And, um, you know, I, you know, I started taking a look and saying, you know, it's 50 years old. And it's like, you know, what the hell are you doing with your life? And, right. you know, is this what you want to be doing? And as you said, my kids had the interest in music and, you know, looked around town and, you know, there was no music store and figured, you know, why not take a, you know, take a leap. And right. thankfully my wife, you know, kind of put up with that. And, <laughs> um, and we, you know, and that's what we did for 10 years and it was great. I met a whole lot of people and um, we had the opportunity to, uh, you know, we feel make a little difference in the community as far as um, the kids go. Oh, yeah. You, you know, and, and giving lessons and, and all of that. And, uh, right. you know, all the coffee houses and, and all the craziness that were associated coffee with houses, that. crossroad coffee houses. For those who remember great <laughs> moments, there yeah. was, 
you know, all the bands got together. There was like four five, six bands and everybody would play. And, and, and it was packed. It was a packed church. Well, of, it was finally something. It was finally something to do. Right. You know, right. The, you, you guys had nothing like to do. There. Right. And um, still don't have anything to do. Yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I was actually you and your dad were actually doing those type of coffee houses first. Um, and and uh, Charlie Santa Cola and Dylan Santa Cola. Yeah, we used to have like little shows. And shows the fire and, department, right? right fire didn't you? Yeah, and, yeah, and, we did. And Charlie said, you know, shows. we need to do this. We need to expand this a little bit. And that's kind of where the crossroads coffee Well, I remember house. when you had the big show at LTV and that was like, the one of the funnest things as a kid that I remember is that show at LTV you guys had. There was like a half pipe. You had like a food truck. There was there was like <laughs> bands playing. It was yeah. like that was freaking cool. Yeah. And you had that with a lot of you know. There was a lot of people there too. There was, was a lot of people there, but you know, yet something else I didn't make any money on. But it was a lot. Of <laughs> <laughs> it was hey, a lot of fun. Hey, you know, it's uh, it's it's the the setup you take for being a part of the community that, you know, <laughs> hooking them up with the entertainment, you know, it's much needed. The kids, like you said, the kids needed it, I think. And the fact that they had that growing up, the lessons and the place they could do all that. Now they don't really have that. I mean, yeah, you could call your buddy up or your friends, something or other, have them come over, give you guitar lessons or drum lessons. But, you know, now there's no music store and there's no place to get a quick pack of strings as a musician. I mean, you think about it. If you go to talk house, play a show, surf lodge play a show you know wherever these guys are playing music it's got it's got to suck if you can't go buy you know the equipment you need on the fly no and it's true and it it's 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 kind of weird because you must have got a lot of important people in there in quick moments trying to buy something quick before oh yeah all the time i remember <laughs> yeah i mean there you know the story you know obviously with the talk house across the street you had a lot of people walking through the door you know, the national acts, you know, something to do, someplace to go. Right. Um, you know, I remember Gary Clark Jr. just grabbing, you know, guitar or, you know, um, you know, the guy from the Whalers or, or, or something, you know, just Leon Russell and Paul McCartney actually dropping. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, like a regular. Hey, yeah, hey Mike. <laughs> hey, Mike, what's going on? It's like, wait a minute. I remember you watching. Watching you on, on Ed Sullivan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was in my pajamas watching you in black and white on the TV. And now you're calling me by my name. But that's, you uh, know, that's, that's the Hamptons, as trippy. you know. That's what we're about. That's trippy right there. Yeah. It's, um, I, I don't know how better way to describe it. but And, uh, and it, I feel like more and more there's stores like that that were great for the community. And they're kind of getting a little pushed out there by the real estate factor. I feel like there's just a lot of, it's just expensive. I mean, really where, where can you go at this point? It's per square inch, um, you know, commercial real estate, uh, you know, where are you going to go? It just bothers me as a local guy that I can't, you know, I have a great idea for a business. I, I can't, you know, put down a, a loan like I can't, you know, and I, I get a business loan and open up a place and, and do my idea. You can't, you know, right. you can't do it anywhere near here. You got to go to, you know, yeah, keep going west, yeah, yeah, even more. You know, yeah, going, you know, to get a nice storefront or something or anywhere, you know, some kind of nice shop where you can really make money. I feel like a lot of opportunity in Montauk is more had. I feel like I have a few friends in Montauk that have their own shops, and maybe maybe it's more doable there because it's more seasonal than East Hampton, I guess. Well, but, if you're a surf shop, I think you know, <laughs> so right, like, right. But you know, I I think. Um, that is part of it. I think a, a, a bigger factor is the seasonality. That's just my experience. You know, the fact that, you know, we say, uh, you're always, we're always complaining, oh, you know, the traffic, blah, 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 it's getting worse and worse. It's really not. I mean, the, well, maybe the traffic is, but the seasonality is still the same. It's still a very short season. And it's because of where the rents are. And to your point, the real estate, um, it's really hard to, you know, have a year round business out here unless, you know, you're uh, inheriting a building from your family that's they've had for six generations. Right. And you don't have to pay right. pay for that, you know, because you certainly can't afford to be in the village unless you're you know, that's why you're seeing these stores like Gucci and and, um, you know, Ralph Lauren and all, all that other right. stuff is because th those stores out here, if that was their their only store, they too would not make money. 
Right. You know, they're carried by, I don't even think any of those stores really make any money. I think they're just a, a, a headstone for, to say they're in the Hamptons. It's, you know, it's good marketing. I, more I, than I anything think, else. yeah. I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't think they're really making tons of dough. I think it's more marketing and, and, and they, I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like that's what people do when you open up in the Hamptons. No, it's, you know, it's without a doubt. My, I'm in Miami. I'm in Tokyo. I'm in the Hamptons. I'm in, you know, it's an easy resume. Right. But, no, it is. And, um, it's, I think it's, you know, it's an important part for those type of businesses to have that on their business card, you know? Right. And, um, but unfortunately the, the regular, uh, regular Joe can't, uh, can't do that. And that's, and that's, and it's a shame because there's a lot of good ideas. I know a lot of guys that have, you know, food businesses or little food trucks or something like that, that they could really make a nice little restaurant or a nice something, but I mean, forget a restaurant, maybe it's too high risk or whatever you want to argue. That, you know, it's like, okay, if you want a restaurant, you should have to put up more money because it is more profitable, but it is higher risk, you know, but even a regular store, you know, like we were saying, I think last time we were talking about like a coffee shop slash, you know, bookstore slash kind of thing where people can hang out, grab a beer, grab a coffee, but it's not like, you know, get drunk like a bar. It's, you know, more mellow, have yourself a little after work, something, play some guitar, read a book, right. there's a little patio, hang out, like there's nothing like that out here. There's no little kind of community space where you can kind of freely hang out, you know, and have that kind of interactions. And, and that's why I think like LTV where, where I am now, right. It's public access television, right. It's a station. So for, for 20 bucks, you can have a show, you know what I mean? So it's, oh, right. it's, it's, it's affordable. And to, you know, my goal, my vision would be to be able to make this, um, you know, we're not cent centrally located like we were with Crossroads, but make this a um, a destination, a place where um, people can go to, especially the youth, where right. they can go to and and do videos or do something. You know, we have space here, you know, a hold, you know, hold an open mic or, or do something like that. But, you know, we're, we have a very small staff. So the people in the community have to be involved with doing that or wanting, right, or right. wanting to All do right. that. So you heard it here from the horse's mouth, guys. <laughs> so just to backtrack, LTV is the local access television here in the Hamptons. It's channel 20, 20 and 22. And 22 yep. yep. And uh, Mike is the, the head of LTV here. He, he has been a part uh, of this for, um, you know, just about two years now. Two years and, and, and it's been great. And you guys just got done doing the Hamptons Jazz Fest. Uh, yeah, that was event that, that was quite amazing. We're trying to do a lot of different stuff. Yeah. You know, we're trying to make it um, a true community um, venue, if you will. You know, right. we're not Stephen Talkhouse for sure. You know, for, right. You can't be slamming drinks or anything, you but, you know, hey, you can hang out. And you know, some, some people don't and, want to do that. You know, right. they don't want yeah. to somebody throwing up on them while they're watching. Them. <laughs> you know, sometimes they just want to mellow out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Enjoy a nice show. Yeah. Um, so, and, and that's what we did with the, uh, the Hamptons jazz fest. It was really, yeah. and the level of musicianship was really high. These oh, yeah. jazz guys. And, you know, I'm not a big jazz oh, they're guy. High caliber. My God, you know, this is, you know, John Coltrane's son was here playing and, yeah. and, um, uh, you know, people like that, you know, they're throwing around names like, oh yeah, I played with Dizzy Gillespie. I played with this guy. And then it's like, holy smokes. And boy, could they play. Yeah. And you know what? There was not one time yeah. did you get you know, in the sound check. Um, can I have a little more mids in my monitor, please? Can you turn up my reverb a little bit? Nah, these guys just play. They just play. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. They know how hard they rip. They don't need yeah. the they don't need the adjustments. So it was it was pretty interesting. But wow. you know, back to the original point, we're you know, we're we're trying to make a difference and we're trying to make it, but you know, we need the community's help in order to make that well, happen. There's studios here. I just don't think people know what is here. I mean, maybe totally. it would be helpful. You know what we're gonna do? I think. The highly educated podcast guys look out for it. We're going to drop a video tour of the inside of the facilities just yeah, to we'll do that, just to see what you guys can have access to for minimal, you know, to nothing. You can have access to, you know, a lot of things and it's a good local resource. And I think you can create freely and it's, it's real, it's studios. Like they have great yeah, um, the rooms and, and, and cool places to hang out and record. And, and it's, it's beautiful here. It's great. I mean, the, the, uh, the one studio we have studio three is, um, I mean, it's large enough. I just got done meeting before this, we, before we started recording this, uh, meeting with someone who's going to be recording a, uh, 
we get a lot of marketing. We're starting to get a lot of um, marketing shoots in here and they're they're going to be bringing um lamborghinis in into studio three because we have the doors are big enough where they can drive the cars right, in bring up green screen and and they're going to shoot it right inside in the um yeah right in the studio so you know yeah. we have that and the word is starting to get out about that we're starting to get a little bit of a reputation and really that's what you know i've been trying to do since i got here was you know change Branch it out yeah. change it to being you know like Oh, yo, yeah, public access, you know, uh, but, you know, make it a little bit, try to make it a little bit cooler <laughs> anyway, to the degree that you can with public access. Right. right. And I and, think you're doing it, you know. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I, I think people should pay more attention to the, the channels there. Guys, 2022, you know, pay, tune in sometime. Yeah. It's it's on your TV. Just it's there. It's right there. Just just do it. Well, if I can talk you into if I can talk you into coming, hey, you know, I, I think it's it's a no brainer, and I and I've seen what you have here in the studio. It's it's so cool. I mean, look at this podcast room. We have a little podcast room we're out of. We got cameras set up. We got two different cameras. This is this is great. Yeah, yeah, we're trying. We're trying a lot of, a lot of different stuff, and um, yeah, on, onward we go. And and I think it's, this would be a really cool thing to do an event here, like some sort of. Are you allowed to serve some kind of food here or is it like not made on site, like, you know, brought here or yeah, done here? We are. We're allowed to um, have alcohol here, too. We do. People have rented this place for a, um, uh, you know, uh, like a like the Ellen Hermanson uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Foundation, you know, rented it for a big fundraiser, and they, you know, they have all the food brought in and right and okay. alcohol. So you can so, do that as well. Yeah, you options. know, and, and which is really good because then you're also using the local um, people to do the food and to do the alcohol, right. like Dreesen's right. Donuts or right. or somebody who you know, uh, you know, every time we have a um, uh, a shoot here. You know, I give them the names of the local caterers who they can go to for their lunch. So when those people are doing the uh, the shoots here, you know they'll 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 you arrange Bra with Brazilla around here. I feel like they're, 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 yeah, Brazilla, it's right yeah. there. You know, it's, you're right there. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, it's so cool, and I, and that would be really cool to have a, a music event here, like a tiny desk series to, sort of uh, concert, if you will. I was talking about that with my friend Taylor Di Benedetto that I had on my podcast. We were talking about how you know she does that; she does live music series, uh, and we want to and to do something like that locally. And I feel like this might be a cool place to do that too. You know, a little music series, and maybe bring a a, a chef or some kind of food venue or food vendor in to, you know, support and, and have money go to a good cause. And, you know, I think it's all, all great stuff. Yeah. And that's without a doubt, without a doubt, we can do that. And, um, and we want to do more of that, but like I said, you know, we're very small. It just takes um, the community to get involved and in trying to make it and happen. That's the, and I think that's the easy part. Honestly, I think, I think having motivated people, just getting a few people together that want to do something good, I, I think the town is pretty good on that. I think we're such a small, tight knit community, and I think that's the kind of thing we are good at here, out here. Yeah, where we lack in other areas, I think. <laughs> I think we gain in, in community spirit. You know, yeah, how we can kind of assemble together for things. And I feel like if we had something like that, that would be really cool, and it would be really beneficial because you know as well as I do, there's not a whole lot of things to do. It's not like Florida. Or, or Virginia somewhere where there's like, you know, a million golf courses that are public that you can go to, or, you know, there's a, a golf cart or a go-kart place and a, and a batting cages and a indoor, you know, trampoline house. And, a, you know, I feel like <laughs> if you're in a city or if you're in any, any kind of bigger town, you know, you have these things, they're around you, but out here, there's no, there's no like activities for kids to do. You know, Chuck E. Cheese is what, two hours away? You know, <laughs> yeah. there's no there's nowhere you're taking your kid. I mean, I guess Clubhouse now is is the new it is. That's right. I mean, it's right know, down thankfully. the road. Right. Thankfully for that place, that that I think will change the, literally within itself, I think they'll change the community just by being a, a resource. Yeah. Like and games and bowling and fun and not, you know. They're getting some great acts over there too, musical acts and you know Yeah, they've changed you know, it. It's a real music venue now, huh? It, it is without a doubt a, a, it's a great venue. You I know. saw Sublime there, it was excellent. Yeah, excellent. and you know, people like Winston Irie, you know, local legend uh doing reggae every Sunday night and 
um, you know, Gene Casey was doing uh, every yeah. th- Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember which. And, and um, so, you know, they're they're breaking the, the boundaries. And one of the, one of the advantage we, that we have over here in Wainscott is the fact that we have parking, which is at a, you know, that isn't is, it, a, isn't it crazy? That is yeah. a huge thing. You know, we have parking, they're redoing, you know, we're kind of askew right now, but they're redoing our whole parking lot and clubhouse has a ton of parking and, you know, we're right by the airport, we're right by the, uh, um, you know, the train and then, you know, the, the bus stopped the Hampton Jitney zone, you know, three minutes away. So, um, you know, we're accessible. People right. just got to, you know, you don't think about Wayne Scott when you think about places to go and things to do in the Hamptons, You're right. but you know. You know, eventually we'll get there. Yeah. Well, like you said, you're bringing more resources to the community. You're bringing more, you know, you're bringing more things that people can do. They can come in and record a show. If some kid is passionate about sports and he and he wants to record a show or if he's passionate about music and he wants to have a little concert series, like you can do that. And I think having you at the, the helm here, I think, makes everything kind of perfect for this. You know, I, I think it, it allows creative kids to come in here with cool ideas and you're going to say, Hey, you know, absolutely. Let me take a look at this. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I think you're, you're that kind of guy too. You're creative and that's. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. We just say, in fact, it's just, just this past weekend, I had a meeting with, or not a meeting, but I was kind of part of a little, um, you know, group of people that were meeting with uh, these, these, it's called the Young Musicians Initiative from the Sag Harbor Music Festival, where they put together they, this first year they've done it. And they have um, a bunch of young people just submitting their work. Okay. And they had like four different categories. And of um, music. Yeah, of music. Yeah. And, um, you know, like best vocalist and best right. band and, right. you know, and um, it was great because there's a lot of submissions. I was part of the group that um, judged them, me and um, Randy Brecker was an f- amazing yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, He was a part of it. And Cynthia Daniels, a great recording uh, engineer and Indy Eaton and, you know, Joe yeah. Lauro and names yeah. that, you know, were part of this team that I selected and it was really hard to select because they were really all good. And um, th- those kids now get to, play at the Sag Harbor Music Festival. And in addition, um, the grand prize winner is, winner is going to be recording with Cynthia Daniels, you know, a Grammy Award winning sound engineer. Super cool. And the, the four top winners of the categories are going to be shooting videos here at LTV. Oh, wow. So, you know, back to your point of, you know, just getting involved and getting the circle. kids involved and, you know, having them know and understand what it is that we do here and what it is that we can do here. It's a step in the right direction for making that happen. For sure. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're pretty and excited. What's, what's the alternative? Like not having that at all. You know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> do that or not. Right. right. It's insane to think about that. That's the alternative is not doing any of that. That's it's yeah. like, you know, what else is there for kids right. to do? Dang. You know, it, it's, it's great that they have that and it comes full circle. Like you said, they're, they're recording with, Grammy award-winning jazz musicians. Cause, cause that's how you guys can set things up here. Yeah. Know? And, and, you know, it's, you know, one of the big artists and acts in here to record commercials and TV things. And right. You've had all sorts of people in here. Yeah. Like I said, we, you know, we have the com- commercial rentals where they rent out. Beyonce has been here. She was here last summer and um, Drew Barrymore and Scarlett Johansson and Jimmy Fallon and yeah. Um, you know, a bunch of people all to do skits. Yeah. And stuff. Well, yeah. yeah. They, they, they come in and, um, and then, you know, shows like HBO is here and rented the big studio and um, uh, I don't know who else. Why not? But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's we're we're it in the Hamptons, you know, and in, in, in terms as far of as having footage the, indoors, there's not really anything else like this. Yeah, there isn't at all. And, right. you know, the, the key for us is getting the word out that um, that it is here, that, it, you know, that, you know, it is available. Right. So. Well, I think as you get the celebrity presence here as well, I think it'll just naturally get into good ears. I think it will just expand. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we certainly hope so. We, you know, we, that's what we want to do. Right. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, our mission really is still public access and still um, providing for the local community, but in order to make the public access shows bigger and better and more fun and, and to introduce know, these. Right. Right. And to do things like this, to, you know, just, you know what it costs to, 
you know, get the right equipment to oh, yeah. just a simple podcasting, um, things like that. Um, you need money to do that. And, you know, we don't Capital the commercial rentals help us with that. Right. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta have money to fund everything. We don't, the, the podcast for me to start this thing up was, you know, the costs were considerable, uh, but it's an investment you make just like you make in anything else you go pursue or go do or career you get into. I feel like it's all the same. You just got to think about it like that. You know, what, what are your, what are your goals with that? The whole, the whole point of this podcast is this essentially create it's a media company is to create a branch of media that's trusted. That's, resourced that's you know giving all walks of life in the community kind of a voice to come on and talk about things and kind of talk shop about what they're interested in and what they're into and you know i i love hearing people's passion it's all really about passion and unconventional wisdom is really the two tie-ins because i want people who are passionate right it's i don't care what they do it could be something obscure it could be something normal you know whatever normal is quote unquote normal, right. but, but I feel like for, for real, for real, I just want to get real discussion for people who are passionate about doing something and they're, they're pouring their, you know, time or energy or things into something. I think that's special, you know, and, and a lot of people have these dreams or ideas and they sit and they get discouraged by like social media or friend circles or peer groups, you know, what, whatever you think and uh, a family, you know, whatever. The situation may be uh and and they tune things out they don't tune things out and then they stop and then they're like well then okay this idea is trash or something right like think about how many good ideas have been thrown out by bad peer advice all you know the yeah. all the time yeah. there's like some kids like oh that's a great idea and then some kids like dude that idea sucks yeah and it's just us being yeah. like kids and friends yeah. and nobody realizes that they're like crapping on their buddy's idea but yeah. they're like that's just naturally what happens in a friend group. You're giving everybody crap. And what, to get this discussion going is really like, hey, what, what are you passionate about? If you started a business, I want to know why, you know, what got you there? What were you like an investment banker and you were miserable and you needed to do your own thing? So now you got this. Like, what happened? Did you were you an ex-athlete and you broke your leg and now you wanted to become a this and that because you were this? OK, cool. What's that? You know, were you homeless and that for 10 years and then wanted to <laughs> change your life around? And now you're like the, uh, doing well and you got a business and you're doing this whole thing. Cool. I want to know about that. Like, I just want to know people that are passionate about stuff and they have something to say. Yeah. What, but you know, you, 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 I mentioned to people that I was going to be, you know, speaking with you and uh, somebody said to me, uh, yeah, no, I heard about, I heard about that show. So you get a little rep just so oh, you know, Wow, yeah. you got a little rep locally. Good. Here, here it is. He's a little controversial. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which is funny. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I've only heard a couple of them. I'm not. Huh? I'm not like I don't, even, I don't even think I'm controversial to be honest. Yeah, I guess they've never seen like I'm, I walk an old pretty, Howard Stern show or something. Yeah, I'm just like a little <laughs> bit more raunchy on the take. I feel like, but I'm very. It's very um, like there's there's not just like stupidity behind answers or response. You know, they're it's well thought out. No, I it's structured clearly, but it's just it's so funny. And and by the way being controversial or at least having the reputation that yeah, you are like that. that's a good thing <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i like i kind of like that yeah i don't want to be like the guy that's talking smack about people or whatever i'm not trying to be that guy i'm just trying to essentially take opinions in from every aspect and just talk about them essentially like any other interview style format of a podcast that's what all you know great interviewer podcasts do they sit and they interview people and they discuss and they talk about their life and they talk about aspects and how they got to places and what motivates them and what keeps them aligned and yeah you know all that stuff is relevant and and i think you know you could be controversial in the way that you act or do things or say but you know who's to say that that's controversial you know well it, it's just you know when you know when i was a lad the uh you know, we there was a game called post office, right? Where you started one, you know, one end of the room and you pass something, you said something in somebody's ear and you yeah, laugh at the yeah. very end hysterically. Telephone, I think our Telephone was called it, also. Yeah. And um, but isn't it still the same? You think about that, right? So this right. person thinking that it's controversial, right? That you're right. It's controversial. Maybe it isn't, but it's it's one of the, the, the benefits or not benefits of social media, right? Oh, yeah. 
Is that like, oh yeah, Ryan said this, and all of a sudden oh, by, by the time by the time it's you know at the end it's like you know you're <laughs> you're, you're killing babies on the yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, what, yeah like, what's going on, Alice Cooper on the radio? <laughs> right, what's going on here? Um, no, so I, you got to you got to play that. I, I you know I, I feel like I'm very opinionated and I do speak my mind when it comes to things political and otherwise, but I just I, I don't bring it into the podcast. I think that should be something that people. You know, if they want to hear my views, they can go listen to my views elsewhere or on here if I talk about them or whatever. But I'm not trying to ever just start controversy with everybody. I just want to kind of find the middle ground more than anything. That's that's the whole point of the podcast. I want to I want to dissect or, or, you know, leave all these things alone. Let have your opinions, have your free thing of thought. I'm not going to try to change you. You don't try to change me. We're here. We're good. I think we've reached a point in society especially in the U S where we're, we're facing and I feel like it's the ocean and like a giant rock, you know, it's just an immovable force that you're not just going to magically make 40 to 60% of the country change thought overnight. It's never going to happen. You could slowly chip away decade after decade after decade, which is what we've done. Look at history, All right. you know, look at the progression of history. I mean, look at literally look at it, you know, from starting from suffrage movement to, to, uh, to rights to movement, to this movement, to that movement, you know, it's all, it's been in waves. And I think the same thing, uh, now we're going to progress 20 times as fast as we did before, because I think we're leaning a lot more liberal just in general for the future. I'd say to, to look at the scale, just in terms of like socially, people find we're getting more engaged and involved in issues, you know, or, uh, I guess you could call it whatever you want, but I don't know about going liberal though. You know, I mean, I, I, well, it's more polarizing. Yeah. I, yeah. It's definitely more, but I'm just saying in terms yeah. of like the general, I hope you're thought, right. <laughs> well, I mean, and just look in terms of progression, we became more liberal since what we were 50 years ago. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. You know, like we're yeah. going to uh, naturally progress to be more liberal as time goes on because we'll right. eventually diversify so much that, you know, we, we all want the same thing. We all want to be happy. We, you know, that's the dream. Right. Right. But well, it's one of the beauties of, uh, you know, the, the 24 hour news cycle. Right. Oh God. So it's like, you know, I, I, you know, I used to be an avid watcher of um, CNN because I thought that was real <laughs> news and they're just, they're, you know, they're just as bad as foxes or just, you know, it's like, you know, like, where do you go? Where do you go for news? There's not enough time in the day to hear Don Lemon cry. Is, is really <laughs> is really where I'm, that's where I'm at news wise. There's not enough time in the day to yeah. just, Listen to people crying on TV for nothing. They're just trying to sensationalize everything. Everything. I, I get my news from real. I feel like the Guardian is very good. I, yeah, they're I very listen, statistical. Yeah, yeah. And they they always drop sources. You know, they're never in the dark about their sources. There's a new one forming on like Instagram, social media that news that's really good. All sides now. I think yes, a, that's a really cool news thing. That's they're an independent news group, and they're they're very. You know, they they actually tell you on sliding scales per week uh, what news outlets are are part of which, you know, yeah. scale and, you know, how biased they are. And they break down news stories and they give you each they give you the, the liberal side, the middle and the right side of all of all, you know, controversial things or statements or news things. They give you all the news clippings, but they give you the, the left, the middle and the right. You know, they give you all these things. That's it's great. Great. That's great. I mean, you're Let sitting there decide. and you're watching things like and maybe I'm just more hyper aware now. But, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm watching, you know, something like uh, just because I just said it, CNN, for example. And, you know, guys on talking, you know, Ryan Sherman's on there talking. He says his thing. Right. And then and then. You know, they cut back to, you know, good old Wolf Blitzer. And, uh, you know, then you and you got the 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 crawl growing, going along the bottom of the screen. Right. That says that kind of tells you that th here's what he this this guy. Here's what Ryan Sherman just said, by the way. Right. Like one oh, second yeah. ago. Oh, it's here's what he, here's yeah. what he. Yeah. Right. Here's what he just said. And you're reading it. You're like, that's not what he said. Right. You, you left know, out he, the he, other, right. You left out half the other part. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's yeah. That's not at all what he said. So it's it's I don't know. I just I, I find media hilarious at some points today. It's just you have these 
extremely polarizing companies, Fox, CNN, just take the left and the right example. They they polarize us so much. You you go to a Fox story and they're just ripping on, you know, Bernie and AOC and Joe Biden's the <laughs> devil and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then you, you go to CNN and they're like, Trump's evil and this guy's racist and that guy's a Nazi and the other guy's this. You know, they're all, you know, everybody's just fighting back and forth with each other. And then you got the middle news channels, you know, the the Reuters and the, you know, the, the Guardians and the, you know, then they're just like shrugging, like, you know, we're, we're going to expose <laughs> both of you on both sides. Um, but I, I think it's just so polarized these days that you really just have to get out of the, the circles that you get tossed into. I, I think it was a really good point. Uh, Tristan Harris is a tech. He's like the guy that, you know, actually has a, a, a sense of moral compass and wants to like help tech evolve in a, in a more progressive way and not be so, you know, manipulative and, you know, crazy. And because he's, he's warning us all about how the social media companies, Facebook, Instagram, et cetera, they put us all in these groups, right? Because right. you follow a certain group of people or type of people. Cause you, you know, think about it, your friend circles, you hang out with other friends because they're similar to their friends. So they're going to be similar in nature because they're, you know, they're hanging out together. So now you're friends with their friends and now you're in this group and, and you start to follow these accounts because you like what they have to say. So then you follow the account and then you, you, you like what they have to say. And then every couple things it posts, you're like, oh, I don't really think that. But then you see the next one and you're like, oh, that's that's good. You know, and you like it. And then the next <laughs> post, you don't like it. Right. And then the next one, you like it. So you're, you're, you're there. You're following. You're a part of it. And it's like we create these little social circles. And that's where your news comes from every day now. So so consistently, when you start building these social circles, oh, I like what this guy posts. I like what that now only you're getting, you know, you're only getting news from those places that you've specifically selected. Right. So now you've skewed yourself. You're not in the news world where you're like free to get attacked by all media. Now the algorithms have directed everything towards you that is going to be like what your circle's like. Yeah. And now you're going to be tossed into that world. There's no, now you're in polarization. Phil. There's the back and forth. And what really cracked me up is, is the, the conspiracy, you know, theorists. Oh yeah. Um, There's a ton of them. Yeah. The I mean, earthers for dang sake. They just must not be paying attention because. Um, you know, literally, uh, you, it's clear we're not that smart, you know, as, as human beings, we, we don't have the capability to do and to think, you know, what you are thinking. You know, we, right. we can ba barely stand up and, you know, walk and chew gum at the same time. And, 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 and you know, they they have this big overblown theory. I'm always amazed by that. No, uh, you yeah, know, people would, you know, they'll argue with you no matter, you know, no matter what. Well, th that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm kind of getting it like, you know, there's this immovable rock that we're never going to push anywhere in society. We can become more this or more that over time. Eventually, you know, maybe people get fed up with how uh, uh, politically correct, you know, things get. And then there's a pushback and then there's this and that. I mean, I think we're experiencing that now, really. But yeah. Cancel, cancel culture, cancel the cancel culture of cancel. <laughs> I'm going to cancel your cancel culture. So everybody's canceled. Like, like, you know, I, I, I get it, but then we don't believe in, you know, reforms and what do we do? I don't know, man. It's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? We're just, we're just spinning and we're just spinning like the dog chasing his tail in the, in the thing. And I don't know, you know, I don't know where we went wrong or off the rails, but we got to get back on track and, and realize that this environment's going to be, destroyed if we don't shape up the friggin you know crisis that we have all the time it's just like there's all the there's bigger fish to fry i you know i what this crap is that we're all focused on every day yeah. there's all this like when they, when they try to focus you on these stories and oh this person in in this country today did this thing and then everybody focus on it and start a campaign and do this thing and do all that they're just taking time out of your day, out of your life that you're supposed to be living with your people and your family and your situations around you. Like that's all just screen time. They're just taking from you. Right. And look at your guys. If you have an iPhone, I promise you this, go activate your screen time. If it's not activated, it is scary how much time that you spend on your cell phone. It's scary. It is. I turn go check your screen time. It's horrifying. You, I turn mine off. It's terrifying. <laughs> you think you on your phone, you're there eight to 12 hours a day on yeah. average for most people. Yeah. On average. Easy. easy. Yeah. And then people that use it a lot, that's 20 hours or something a day, something psychotic. 
your thumbs. Think about your arthritis. Think about the generational <laughs> mishap that's going to be our lives for the next 25 years. Our generation is so screwed when it comes to that. Like the blue collar generation, which was, I feel like your guys' generation before was all blue collar, you know, work your butt off and, you know, arthritis in your hands if you're a builder, arthritis, <laughs> you know, whatever. No, our generation is going to be, we're going to have claws instead of uh, yeah. hands by the all time we're. Right. Yeah. You know, Everybody evolution. wearing thick, thick glasses, you know, oh, milk yeah. bottle glasses because you can't see from looking to the screen. I've, I've had perfect vision my whole life. I had 2020 vision my whole life. And I go to the eye doctor the other day and he says, no, you need you need glasses. You're a little farsighted and, and you have you, you squint to see things. And, and, you know, you're like George Costanza and you just like you're <laughs> squinting and you can't squint. Like, I have to give you a prescription. I'm like, I've never needed glasses in my life. He's like, well. You know, that's what you do now. Screen time does for you every day for five years straight. You you jerk off. That's how you do it, you know? And I was like, all right, well, now I have glasses. But so moving forward in, in the community and, and now you have this space that you're in control of and, you know, you're trying to get the word out about the community and bringing people in here and, and getting the space rented out. But what do you think, uh, you know, what's the next steps after that? Do you think the town should be providing more public spaces for live events? Like, why isn't Herrick Park being utilized? Why isn't, you know, why aren't these spaces, community spaces being utilized? You know, places in Montauk where there's space or community land or whatever it is, you know? I, I think, you know, I, I it's that's a good question. And, and I think that um, uh it's baby steps, you know, I think like, for example, Herrick Park, you just said, and I was just on the, uh, I was on a phone call with the mayor's office actually today about the village um, centennial celebration that's coming up, you know, and, the 25th, and right? yeah. yeah, 24th and 25th and 26th, that whole weekend yeah. is a car show. There's music all day on, on the 25th. Parade, right. Yeah, and the, the music they're setting up the, the big stage, and there's going to be live music in in Herrick Park from two o'clock until ten o'clock at night. Oh, great! And you know what? That's never happened. So it's it's wow. So you're saying it started? I I think it really depends on you. You happen to have a mayor, you know, whether you you like it, you know, everything that he does. That'll never happen. But the you know, there's there's change happening and it all starts and it all comes down to I know it'll sound old, but it all comes down to electing the people who are going to make the difference. Right. And, and, you know, Jerry Larson, who's the mayor, ran on that promise that things are going to be different. Things will be different. We're not you know, he's going to change the town. And that's, you know, and he's sticking by that. Um, a lot of people don't like it and, and a lot of people do. And, um, so I think like in this election coming up, for example, in 2021, right. It's in November, it's small. It's, you know, the town supervisor and, you know, a couple of town seats, you know, you don't have the big, the big time election that are happening. These are the most important ones. Right. These are the ones that make a difference. Right. These are the ones that people don't in your go, lives. They're the ones that make a difference in your actual life. Yeah. You, you the know, big ones don't matter. Like the presidential election at the end of the day really doesn't it matter. It really doesn't matter. Like it, it matters. Yes. Okay. We get it. He's the face. We, we mean it. We, you know what we mean? Yeah. You, you look at <laughs> your daily life, what's affected in your rules and regulations and how you actually live taxed, how you're taxed, how your school is budgeted, how everything works, how your legal system is operated. Right. Judges, uh, everybody, everybody is elected. Like it's an election system. So if you're not utilizing your local elections, that's on you. Don't complain about your town unless you're going out to vote because that's the only, you know, it has to, it, it has to start. If you look at the, right. the local numbers, the amount of, of votes, this is, you know, the it's local weird. elections is where it makes a difference where you can say my vote mattered because people do win by a couple of votes. Right. Right. They do. They right. literally win by a couple of votes. And, um, you know, so, you know, I just encourage everybody just to, you know, do your research, not telling you how to vote, do your research, you know, see who um, is going to follow the path that you want them, that you want. Right. And then and then vote and encourage other people to vote and get involved with that. That's the only way that change happens. Yeah. And it has to start locally, like you said. 
you know, the presidential, yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah, okay, we'll do this. We'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll rush on the Capitol and the, all that, you know. It doesn't the, affect your daily life. It like, doesn't. It, 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 your it, local it, government, the people, that, those are the people deciding taxation and laws and regulating things in your regular. Yeah. Time, you know, and, you know, is, is, is the government, I'm not saying it is or it isn't, but is the government going along and just, you know, just phoning it in? You know, maybe, maybe they are, maybe they're not. What's your opinion on that? And is there someone else that's out there that um, can make a difference? Or is the group that's in there the ones you want leading you moving forward? Right. So that's, you got to just make that decision. And I think time's going to tell now with the new, uh, you know, mayor in place and, and a new township, you know, town board or. You know, yeah. And town, super, town supervisors nice up. to see, you know. It'll be nice to see the, a little difference and, and see kind of what's going on, you know. Right. And, and you know, you have to really, you know, the people that are running, you have to really investigate. You can't just, you know, don't go, go by what you're hearing on social media. I beg you, don't yeah. go by well, Like that. we were just talking about it. We were just talking about how you get sucked up into your circles and you don't hear any opinions from anybody else. and You get skewed and you just hate everybody. And yeah. You know, you know, obviously everybody's guilty and opinionated and can talk their smack. But at the end of the day, we're all just trying to find the truth. Right. Isn't that isn't that what we're all doing? Yeah. We're all trying to just live and provide for the family and work and bring home a paycheck. And, you know, and it takes, you know, it takes a little work, folks. It, it does. You know, yeah. you got to do a little bit of research and do a little bit of, you know, what is this guy really about? And make sure the place where you're getting that information from is a is a viable source is is a source right. that makes sense right yeah right so it's a it's a long road but I, you know i have faith in humanity i i, I think so too I, ha I i have faith in this um you know town to come together and that's one of the reasons why i started this podcast is because i wanted to bring on community voices and people in the community bring on people who have something to say or want to be vocal about a change or something because there's a lot of good ideas there's tons of good ideas out there, but we, nobody can afford to do any of them. <laughs> so, so in reality, yeah. we have all this great ideas. You know, there's people out there with wallets ready to back whoever for some cool idea somewhere. Well, hey, guys, look here. Look in the Hamptons. We're right here. There's a lot of cool stuff, you know, and, and let's start by utilizing this space and utilizing LTV because – yeah, you know, we're, we're here. We're here. Mike Clark has studios for you guys. He's got recording studios. He's got podcast studios. He's got, you know, what's the Instagram? It's LTV EH is the Instagram. Uh, the, uh, the YouTube is W is uh, it. Well, it's LTV East Hampton. The website is LTV org. Okay. And that's where you can get all the right direction on in. It LTV shows all the different. Org, yeah. yeah. It shows all the different. Can you also uh, watch live TV on t online streaming or no? Yeah. So you can also watch live anytime online Any, as well. Anytime. Yep. Wow. Uh, yeah. 24, 24, seven is two channels. Oh, wow. And you know, some of it's corny, some of it's not, but it's all local and it's all good. And there's, you know, there's, you know, you can say shit and not worry about it. And, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, you heard <laughs> you it know, here. Yeah. I mean, this is cool. This is, know. this is what people want though. They, they need that in the community. And, and like, like you brought the music store when you first, you know, started in all this. And I feel like you wouldn't be where you are now in this if you didn't have crossroads. Right. I mean, oh, without is, a doubt. Oh yeah. I mean, this is the creativity that brought you to this end point was. Yeah. I mean, what do I, you know, I, you know, I can barely turn this stuff on, you know <laughs> what I mean? But that's not, a, that's not my job. Right. You know, if I, if I, you and, know, what, and just tell people what that, what your job really is. Well, you know, I'm the executive director of LTV. And um, what that means is, is basically I'm, you know, I'm the overall manager, if you will, of the station of, of the whole organization. Uh, we're a 501 C three. We're a not for profit. And um, so I do, you know, I handle the money and, and um, you know, the budget and, and, and make the strategic plan and do that type right. of thing. But more importantly, and most importantly, is I manage the people. Right. You know, they, we, I have people in, you know, all different, well, all people. I have four full-time people, really. And I have right. four other um, part-time people. Um, but you know, I, I just manage them and, and my job is to make, to motivate them and, and to get that done. And it, that might sound easy. It's not always easy. 
Right. Oh yeah. No. And you got to deal with a bunch of different people who want to do their ideas and personalities you got to manage and, you know, spaces you got to, you know, I, I saw the board in your office. It's uh, it's insane. <laughs> it looks like a, you know, it's like well, an event board there. It looks yeah. crazy. There's like a million things going on there. Tons of different studios and things. And guys, they have multiple studios here. It's like, you know, they got one room, they got another room, they got a studio bay, they got another bay, they got a room upstairs, a recording room. They got, you know, there's a lot of stuff here. It's like fun land, uh, you know, <laughs> it is, you know, and, and, um, you know, I used to get kitted around when I had, uh, when I had Crossroads that, oh, you're, you own a music store and you don't play an instrument. And I, you know, I know three chords on a guitar and bang the drum a little bit and and that type of thing. But, right. you know, that, that was one of the first things I learned is that, no, I am not a musician, <laughs> you know, and don't pretend to be. But it doesn't take um, but, that to know there's a but, gap in the community that you needed to fill. Exactly. Right. You're exactly right. Yeah. So, and that's, that's what I, that's what I think is the magic behind guys like you that made a difference. You know, you got to think how many kids' lives did you personally affect by by being open and being the store and being, oh, let's go to Crossroad. Let me buy a new guitar, mob for Christmas. Let me get a, you know, this, you know, think about that. I mean, that's that's a good, you know, we need that. We need more community stores and spaces, you know, less retail shops and, you know, $4,000 sweaters. You know, we need more than anything, we need, uh, you know. It's, it's, it's community. And, and you know, one thing I always community. said about, about um, Crossroads was that, you know, the musical undercurrent was there. So it oh, was the talent it, was there too in the community, right? It just needed Crossroads is simply a place where it all bubbled up, where it all came to the, to the surface um, simply because it was there. I don't, you know, I don't take credit for that. Um, it's, it's nice. You know, you look back on it and see some of the things that happened there, but um you know, it would have happened if there was another place. If you and I'm hoping that they will come. You're talking, you know. Yeah, and I'm hoping LTV can, you know, in in a in a small way, um, become the same type of thing where people can get together and say, "Hey, do you see what they're doing over there now? Right? Do you see what they're doing for the you know the community? Right. Hey, the kids, there's a kid class over there now, or there's an adult class there, you know, whatever." Um, and, you know, things that'll have a positive impact and, you know, you know, help keep keep us all heading in the right direction. A- absolutely. And that's that's what we're all here for. Right. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what we're all about. Well, Mike, I, I feel like this has been great. And, uh, you know, we'll have to talk in the future about various things. We're definitely going to get some some more stuff working for sure. But, you know, I really appreciate everything and you having me on and, you know, or you having me on in your house, but on my podcast, but on your channel. I'm confused. It's all, yeah, we're with a collaboration, okay? It's a collaboration, you know. Yeah. Uh, you too, Ryan. It's great seeing you as yeah. always. And um, we'll talk again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Cheers. All right. For more information on LTV Studios, contact ltveh.org for more information.